Hello, listener, and welcome to Empty the Cues. My name is Will Williams, and this is a podcast in which I show my friends uh, the things that I love that they haven't seen, like community, um, which is the track that you're on right now. In this episode, sweet Joshy McPepito and I watch the second episode of Community, which introduces a whole bunch of characters and uh, meow, 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 and it is, a, it, is a, it is a good one. So that is the conversation that we have here. Um, if you don't know about Empty the Cues, our other tracks are uh, The Good Place and Avatar The Last Airbender and Beastars, and you can listen to those too. You know, it is fine. You know, it is okay. And if you don't listen to those, it is also okay, and it is not my business. Um, so I will say the audio on this one, mm, you know, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite one I've done um, by a, a long stretch. However, um, I can say that sweet Joshy has moved to a new place. Yay! Hooray for Joshy! Um, but also hurry for our ears because uh, audio sounds a lot better now. So just stick with it. You know, like it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Um, so here it is. Wait, also, okay, so in this conversation, we talked about JK Rowling a little bit uh, by, by proxy. We talked about Harry Potter, and we talked about this. This was recorded like a million years ago um, before the the newest uh, deluge of uh, turfery from JKR. And I just want to say, don't yell at us. There's so many people on this podcast who aren't cis, including me. So... Uh, can you not? <laughs> can you not? Like, we're tired. Okay, here's the podcast. So, we have, like, literally just watched the second episode of Community. Um, this is the one where they formally go to Spanish class and we meet Senor Chang for the first time. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, how did you like this one? I enjoyed this one a lot more than the first episode. So much better. So, so much, much better. better. Like, yeah, world's better. Uh, this is much more indicative of the kind of show community is. Mm -hmm. I really like that it dipped into the absurd. But let's go into plot summary. If you could kick us off, Joshi. Okay. Uh, well, it starts off with announcements and the study group is all sitting around. Um, the Dean has some amazing announcements. My favorite is, um, for whomever is growing cannabis in the small square on the court, please report, uh, what is it? it was please report to the security <laughs> office. You have won a contest. Yeah, you've won a contest for a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other one was... To increase awareness for homelessness, security now has binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking rough. Oh, yeah, that is... That is, like... <laughs> I, I, that's such a, a thing an actual dean would do, though. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's great to help people, but I don't want people lingering on my camp. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Um, and while we're talking about yikes. Pierce. Mm. So Pierce. I, OK, 
So I want to say, and this is not me saying like the jokes are okay because it was a different time. But I, I, I think it's worth mentioning that Dan Harmon sometimes writes jokes where the punchline is the person who's saying the line, but the line still happens. Yeah. You know, and I think that's like, I think that's one of my biggest issues with, with Dan Harmon's writing is he he's such a big believer in punching up instead of punching down. But his way to do that is to satirize the people who are punching down. And it, I just don't think that it always translates very well. And I think that a lot of Pierce's jokes are that exact issue. Yeah. Um, the main problem with it is that he, you're right. He does like, he does want to punch up, but the thing is he writes so many of those like, punching down jokes for characters that are terrible um, that it stops looking like it's a punch up after a while, especially considering that throughout most of this episode, you're just supposed to feel bad for Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. So they are in the Spanish class uh, and then please, please discuss our introduction to Senor Chang. So, Senor Chang is quite possibly one of the most intense characters I have ever seen portrayed on television. <laughs> and I completely forgot about the existence of Ken Jeong as an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see him just go through this whole monologue about why do I teach Spanish? <laughs> like he's just begging for someone to try and like, make a comment just so he has an excuse to utterly destroy them. (laughs) Um, There is... uh, There's everything in in this monologue. There are sudden moon swings. Um, There are loud, just yelling of accusations. There are... So much face-touching. Oh, God. So much. (laughs) Just, like, out of nowhere, he'll just pause for a second and just, like, really intimately touch a student's face. He just lovingly caresses their face. Like, (laughs) he doesn't use his fingertips to touch their face. He just, like, he uses the back of his hand to just sort of gently caress. Oh, Um, I actually, and I want to, I want to, Hop back for a second because I missed a note that I want to make sure I point out to you. Um, so before the intro song, the theme song, um, we get the little intro where Jeff comes to the study group and he's obviously conning all of them and they all love him. Um, when he says hello to Annie, mm-hmm. he says, Milady, and she says, My lord. Um, and I want you to remember that. Oh, there was, yeah, there was this briefest vibe exchange there, which mm-hmm. I did not care for. Uh-huh. Because if he's a lawyer, he is significantly older than Annie there. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it's, but it's like, I would say, like, it played off pretty cutesy here, mm-hmm. you know, where they're just like, and like, he did kind of the same, like, play flirting with Shirley, too. Yeah, he called her babe. Right, right. Um... Yeah, a slime ball. An absolute slime ball. Mm-hmm. 
So in the Spanish class, they have their first assignment. They have to do like a little oral presentation with another student. Um, they have cards that show who they're supposed to pair up with. And Jeff wants to switch with Abed because Abed's partner is going to be Britta. Yeah. Um, and so he tries to get, uh, he tries to swap the card with Abed, but Abed requires his shirt. <laughs> Immediately. 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 Um, <laughs> and so it's like a cut to, um, Jeff wearing a much too small for him t-shirt. Um, and just, uh, you know, he goes over to Britta. Oh, hey, I guess we're in the same group. Uh, same group, but she has turned the tables on him, and now he is in a group with Pierce. Mm-hmm. She knew exactly what he was going to do. Yeah. Um. Should be oh. noted. Oh. Abed's well, shirt way too tight I, on, on Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's yeah. shirt way too loose on Abed. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Can you hold on real quick? Of course. Um. Sorry about that. I will no, you're be good. right back. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Well, I just realized that. Power was almost gone from the computer. I had to go. Oh. Yeah. Um, and the key ingredient is bananas for that. Oh yeah, they're uh, <laughs> my roommates are making banana bread. Oh, I have heard that the key ingredient is bananas. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was the only thing I heard. <laughs> and getting that out of context was really fantastic. Uh, uh, especially the way that I said it too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh hey. <laughs> we just don't need to have any of that recorded uh, <laughs> oh lord okay we were um, talking about a thing we were talking about the shirt um, yes. so you might want to say yes. the, like this results in yeah so it should be noted that Jeff's shirt is way too big on Abed, and Abed's shirt is way too small on Jeff. Uh, and all of this results in Jeff now having to work with Pierce on this project um, when Pierce has been displayed as, like, the horrid thing he is for yeah, he, the whole episode. He's like this just out-of-time creature. Yes. <laughs> like... He he is this, you know, relic from an ancient past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should talk B-plot a little bit, too. So while this is going on, um, we have Annie and Shirley asking Britta to tell them about current events in Guatemala because uh, she's been calling out people on, like, caring about petty things like Jeff, uh, because she says there are more important things in the world, like what's going on in Guatemala. And it's when she's asked about like what is even happening, she can't really come up with an answer, but she does think about a journalist who was recently killed. Uh, Annie and Shirley both like genuinely wanting to care about politics and and be more active, decide that they are going to host a protest at Greendale, um, mm -hmm. complete with brownies. So... <laughs> and I said this while we were watching the episode. Yes. Um, I went to uh, liberal arts school, SUNY Purchase. Mm -hmm. um, and what you may or may not know, uh, have you ever heard of the 
college screwball comedy PCU. Yeah. There is a rumor that that was based on SUNY Purchase. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Particularly the protesters protesting about not protesting. Oh, God. Uh, it, yeah. So all of this, the B plot, where like people are using the protest as a means to get free baked goods and meet up with people to date. Uh, I felt that <laughs> in my bones. Yeah. Um, and so is this because we didn't really get much of Britta's personality first episode. Is this Britta? Is she that person? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Um, She is like, she's definitely goofier and slowly becomes more self-aware about these things. But yes, yeah, that is exactly who Britta is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I love Britta, but she can be rough. Um, this is going to be a journey for me then. Cause, <laughs> so here's the thing. I definitely didn't participate in protests in college, but it was not because it was mostly just because of laziness. Like, right. I, I, I can't. Just go out. But, you know, certainly wanting to help without having any actual knowledge of how or what the problems are. <laughs> right. And I actually I want to touch on that after we've done the plot summary, because I think that that's one of the, the key ideas in this episode, because while we do get character development in this episode and we get plot and plenty of jokes, there are two like really interesting sort of philosophical debates that I think the episode is playing with. So I'm going to put that in my pocket for after. Nice. Excellent. So we we get to Jeff and Pierce uh, seemingly about to start their Spanish assignment, but that is not what happens. No. No. Uh, Pierce breaks out what King Wei's lemonade, <laughs> which I don't know if that's the brand of the whiskey or... No, it's he, definitely I, him trying to be clever. Okay. Yeah. But I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So they are drinking and Pierce is like intent on not actually doing the assignment, mm -hmm. but just like like crafting it into this like huge narrative, um, which Jeff kind of, I guess, like humors him on thinking that if he just lets Pierce do whatever he wants, then he'll get out of here faster. That is not what happens. Pierce writes a whole story, which is apparently a, a nightmare, um, and it does not include any of the phrases that that they need for the no. assignment. Um, uh, yeah. it, it, even the name is, is not containing yeah. <laughs> any Spanish. Um, yeah, and you pointed out a phrasing that I thought was really pertinent. Um, you pointed out that Jeff said that it didn't even have the four words that he needed to pass. Yeah. Not like that they needed, but like him specifically. Yeah, he's speaking to the other member of his two-person group for this project, and he still doesn't care if he, uh, if Pierce passes. It's just, yep. I need this to pass. Yeah. Uh, all, all I need is for you to regurgitate the lines so that I can get a passing grade. Yep. And then uh, they're interrupted by Troy and Abed, who have their first, like, real moment as 
a duo. Can you please uh, describe your reaction to them coming in and their little interaction? Oh my, they just immediately click. It's um, amazing. They they come in and they're like, oh yeah, the project. And they just go back and forth real quick with the, you know, five phrases that they're supposed to do. And then they high five flawlessly and leave. It was fantastic. Yeah, they're in for like 20 seconds. And it's amazing. I know that chemistry is like often used in acting to discuss like romantic chemistry <clears throat> romantic chemistry but these two have the best chemistry of any actors on anything ever in the world ever i think oh, I, I can definitely pick up on it like yeah it's amazing it, they just it's just so natural and so quick uh it's perfect it's perfect uh, yeah i could i could never they just seamlessly execute a high five that i could never expect to nail in nature and it, it was just flawless and their interaction was so perfect yeah. and the um the credits bumper was yes oh my god <laughs> i actually can't believe this was for the second episode because for a lot of people who especially like when it was airing for people who didn't watch community they still knew the clip of that bump like everybody had seen that which uh is great like, like if that's what everybody knows from the show it's not ideal but i'm okay with it <laughs> mm -hmm. oh um real quick just when, um, when we were discussing the uh the initial scene with senior chang um we forgot my favorite throwaway gag in the entire episode was starburn <laughs> oh that is not a throwaway gag my guy Oh, really? It feels like it is, but Starburns is a major character. He what, is what a is, recurring boy. What is his name? Starburns. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. He does have a name, but I can't tell you because his name is Starburns. Uh-huh. That's fair, yeah. honestly. That's yeah. One, uh, that's perfectly fair. <laughs> so oh. at this point the the protest so jeff storms out uh the protest is going on britta has come over to lecture uh shirley and annie about the protest because in britta's eyes it's not protesting in the correct way mm -hmm. um only for britta to realize that like she doesn't actually do anything so them doing anything at all is more than she's ever done in the first place. Yeah, she she kind of walks over there like she's about to put them in their place. And then them with just their enthusiastic desire to get approval from Britta, put Britta in her place. <laughs> mm -hmm. I loved that turn. Um, I think that Dan Harmon is really, really good at these sort of like mini twists where you think you know how the character development is going to go. Um, and you think that like, oh, you know, Shirley and Annie are going to learn this lesson about activism. And instead it completely flips it on its head and becomes something more nuanced and uh, something that we just don't really ever see in this kind of TV. Like, it's it would have been so easy to go with the watered down message of like, hey, we probably shouldn't be doing activism in a tacky way. We should be respectful. 
Um, and then instead, the show like always takes one step further. And I think the same is true with a lot of Jeff's development where like lying is bad and wrong. Right. But sometimes it is used for good. And is that OK? Um, mm. Yeah, I, I loved that moment with the turn where it went back to Annie and Shirley having kind of like the power in the dynamic. I um just from the other things I've seen Dan Harmon do, I will say he is like painfully aware of every trope in existence. Yes. And his his entire like like masterclass skill set is how to trick your audience into anticipating a trope and not like having them brace themselves for it, but like assuming what the next step is going to be and reacting to that and then completely turning it around. Yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, and I think that that, <laughs> so when we get back out to the protest, so we get back out to the protest, uh, Jeff is pissed off. He's trying to impress Britta. Um, there's like a whole huge conflict. Uh, Pierce is drunk. He's talking about what a shithead Jeff is during the silent <laughs> protest that, you know, now they've gone over to Britta's side and doing the silent. Um, and I think that one of the one of the best moments in the episode, if not the best moment, is where Abed takes the tape off of his mouth during this protest and says, conflicts like these will make us stronger and make us more like a found family. And we're and expecting Troy, Troy to, like, like respond to that, but... <laughs> Your breath, your breath is terrible. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Like, but it, his his ability to just deadpan deliver these lines <laughs> is is better than any other comedic work I've seen. So, or comedic performance I've seen thus far in the yeah. two episodes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that Troy is constantly in his own world 100%. Mm -hmm. He is, like, aware of what's going on, but not really. <laughs> he is, um... Oh, what is, what, what is the term that I want for this? Um, do you know how you can have, like, an unreliable narrator? Uh-huh. He is an unreliable straight man. Wow! Oh my god! That is so accurate! Wow, yes. Like, <laughs> if they're doing who's on first, and Abed says, you know, who's on first, Troy would say something along the line, like, he would, you know, just, um, oh, well, you know, that's first base. Like, he is... <laughs> it would be like... Yeah. It would be like, who's on first? I am. It's my last game. And I'm going to show everyone that I mean it this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be like that. Thank you. I had one profound thought and then my brain died. So thank yeah. you for picking up the slack there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, that line was so goddamn good. I just like, again, I just really was not anticipating it at all. Oh, it's so good. And it, it just goes back to from the uh, the first episode where he has one line that just killed me. He has. Yeah. um like, he's only got, like, a couple of lines in each episode, but he has, um, what I call the Flitwick effect. Ah! Mm -hmm. Which, uh, from the Harry Potter books, Professor Flitwick is my favorite character. And people are like, why? 
barely in them. And I'll say he has one line in every book and it's always amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> yep. So we're at the protest. Pierce is drunk. Um, Britta, Annie, and Shirley are all working together. It's a silent protest. Jeff tries to get back with Britta. Britta mm. is like, mm, oh, she not only calls him out on his bullshit, um, but she's also like, yeah, she's basically like, I know that Pierce is a piece of shit, but maybe look at why he's a piece of shit. Right. Like, this is when she brings up the fact that she was also paid or he offered to pay to switch with her. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. And she points out, like, Pierce tried to pay her a hundred dollars because he just wanted to be in a group with Jeff and he wanted. The like respect and good faith that would bring him because he is so goddamn lonely. Um, and we do know from earlier in the episode, actually, wow, it was kind of foreshadowed that, like, Pierce has had several divorces. Mm -hmm. He has not had any children. So, and he is at this community college. So seemingly, like, he's here more for, like, just being around people he, than getting an education. Yeah, he desperately wants to be the patriarch in some group. Yes, yes. Um. Yeah, we one thing I can say about Pierce is that a lot of his conflict is about his family. And we do get into his very strange family issues as the show develops um, in some of my favorite episodes, actually. Oh, yeah. I yeah. am looking forward to what I am going to assume is a million year old father. So. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> because that would be the joke here is that right. normally he would have an estranged son but in this case i'm going to say the dan Harmon twist is that pierce is the sort of estranged son from his incredibly ancient father so okay i am going to listen to this episode after yep. editing to see if i'm correct <laughs> <laughs> I am going to edit a sound effect in there, so you will find out. So we get back to the class the next day. Pierce comes in with Senor Chang and uh, apparently has like said that he's going to do his whole thing alone. And at that point, remembering what Britta said, Jeff completely lies about his interest in what they have built together for the purpose of making Pierce feel appreciated and respected. They do this skit together. We oh, see vignettes yeah. of it. It looks like a goddamn God. nightmare. <laughs> There's just... So, you, you see the faces of... And it's too... Um, who is the performer? Like, it's too a... Um, like, a soft music playing. Like you don't oh, hear it's an speak. Amy Mann song. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Like, really sentimental, devastating Amy Mann's and, and you see, um... Oh, God. You see just the facial reactions of everyone, and it's just this mixture of revulsion and horror and just complete disbelief. Except for Abed. Um, Abed's into it. He Abed's gets it. So he is nodding in understanding. 
<laughs> he applauds at the end. Yeah. Uh, but at one point, like, Annie is tied up for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and, she looks just terrified. And, like, before, when they first go in there, Senor Chang offers um, Jeff an out. Like, he, he says, you know, Pierce told me what happened. Um, if you'd like, he can just do the project himself, and I'll give you a C. So it seems like Pierce sort of fell on his sword mm-hmm. with um, Senor Chang and being like, I derailed things. It's not Jeff's fault. And then Jeff um, just sort of, yeah, he's like, no, I'm in it. And then they... yeah. They and both. then they get an F and an F minus. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and then the episode ends with, like, Britta coming up to him and talking to him and being like, yeah, that was good of you. And being a little bit handsy. And Jeff being like, oh. And then yeah. she's like, I will never fuck you. Yeah. She's I, like, I just witnessed all of that. We will never fuck. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're cute, but no. And she walks away and he's like, oh, she said I was cute. <laughs> yes. Hey, thanks for listening to Empty the Cues. That's not going to stay as a jingle. I already don't remember uh, what I did and what those notes were. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Next time we'll be back with... Is community a good place? I think Avatar The Last Airbender. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last Airbender um, with Caroline Minx. Yay! Um, until then, you can find us on social media at um, Empty Cues Pod, which is where you can find a whole bunch of other information on where else to find us. You can find our website with our transcripts and everything else at emptythecues.wordpress.com. And until next time... Have a good day. Have good days. Okay, bye.